Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom. Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. Today we are studying Yevamot Daf Kuf Kaf Aleph 121. Today we will ask the question, when, if ever, can we assume that someone is dead, even if there is no body to be found? Now in ancient times, the classic example of this would have been someone who fell into open water, the assumption being, of course, that on land, it would be much more difficult to disappear without a trace. We'll also learn about the origins of Daf Yomi. Even in the case of someone who fell into water, can you conclude that the person has drowned? Not always, as the Jewish Tom Sawyer can tell you. Now in Mark Twain's classic, Tom Sawyer and his friend Huck Finn and some kid named Joe are out playing pirates and are presumed drowned. They return to town the next day, just in time to participate in their own funeral. Our Gemara tells much the same story. Two men are casting nets at the Jordan. One of them dove into a fish den in the riverbank, and as the darkness set in, could not find his way back out. Now the other man, watching the mouth of the den, sees that his friend has not emerged, and informs the man's family of his death. The next day, with sunrise, the fisherman, stuck in this air pocket overnight, is able to see the exit, emerges, and returns home and is shocked to hear that a great eulogy for him is going on there. Now, the Talmud in the end decides that this example doesn't count, because the case of being caught in a fish den or burrow is pretty uncommon, and instead focuses on several other stories. In one case, two men went missing in a cave, and though their bodies were never found, it was concluded that they had died. Conversely, in another case, a girl fell into a cistern, if you will, the Jewish baby Jessica, but after suitable prayer, emerged three hours later. Either way, if the waters are limited in size, you can watch all of the ways in and out, and if the person doesn't come out alive, you know they must have died, even if you haven't seen them. Now, Robbie Mayer is the lone voice of opposition here. He presents a counter case, where a man fell into a cistern and emerged three days later. So he concludes even that in Maim Sheyeshlehem Sof, water where you can see all the ends, all the edges, a person can survive for a long period of time. And we actually suggest that perhaps in the case of that man, he was able to rest by standing on the cistern's internal structure, or even if the walls were smooth, by holding on to a relatively rough spot. Now, conversely, in open water, you never know if a person goes down that perhaps they have not come up and emerged even unscathed somewhere else. So, for example, according to one tradition, that happened to Rabbi Akiva. He survived a shipwreck by clinging to a board. In Hebrew, that's adaf. Remember that. And he then washed up on shore a few days later. In another version of the story, it was Rabbi Meir. Now, by the way, this is fascinating because earlier it was Rabbi Meir himself who said that even in waters where you can see the edges, maim shigesh lahemsof, you can't assume that a person died. If that story is to be believed, 
he was speaking from his own personal experience of having survived a long time in water. This case takes on a new twist in modern times. In the 1800s and beyond, a number of very traditional scholars declared that in the modern day, the rule had to be interpreted differently, and you could assume that a person was dead, even if they fell into water where you could not see all the points of egress. And this is actually quite revolutionary because it implies that the law of the Talmud may be changed if the reasoning behind it no longer applies. After all, the Talmud assumes that if you washed up somewhere else, you might have no way to get in touch. You might, in fact, have survived being swept away, but no one would have a good way of knowing that. These later sages assumed that with electric or electronic communications like telegraph or eventually the internet, even if someone washed up on another shore, you can assume that there would definitely be a way for them to get word to the rest of the world that they had survived. I guess it's a good thing there wasn't a rabbi shipwrecked with Gilligan, the Skipper, Ginger, Marianne, and so on. On a more serious note, this ruling or this issue has come into play a number of times. So, for example, there was a famous case of an Israeli submarine called the Dakar that sank in the Mediterranean in early 1968. Eventually, the chief rabbi, Shlomo Gorin, declared the crew dead according to Jewish law, using some of this reasoning, thereby allowing the widows to remarry, despite the fact that the crew had never been found and there were no witnesses to its sinking, although it did take over a decade to reach that conclusion. Now, in 2001, after 9-11, some of the same principles were used to address the cases of those whose spouses had been in the World Trade Center and were declared to have passed away, even though no bodies were found. Now, one final note. Our Gemara mentions two cases of people who were saved from a shipwreck by hanging onto, holding onto a board. In Aramaic, a daf. Now, a daf can be a board, but it can also be used as a term for a piece of paper like, say, a Daf Yomi. And in fact, one of the founders of the Daf Yomi program apparently declared that this was true, that just as hanging onto a board in a shipwreck was what could keep you alive, that a Daf a day could be a real lifesaver. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros, from the Epic Chorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.